Last chapter, the group were greeted by an injured Ozak, with whom they wanted to discuss breaking someone called Yolan, a Golemkin, out of prison, and also have Ozak deal with handing over information to the royals. Ozak agrees to try his best and tells the party to be ready in two days to break into the Iron Fields, a secluded prison island. Flint confronts Ozak and learns some horrifying news. His old captain, Blackwood, has a child, which is something Flint had no idea about and quickly leaves. The group then received a bundle of papers from the Prince of the Poor, and nicely folded on top, a blueprint of the Iron Fields. Hi, I'm Ashley and I play Little Bird. Hi, I'm Breeze, and I play Kairi. Hi, I'm Price, and I play Flint Bright. And I'm Rob the DM, and welcome to D&D Caffeinated. So yeah, y'all have got the... Uh... The thing sat in front of you. You've got a, a good day and a half before Rozak shows up again to introduce you to his friend. He said, if you want to stock anything up in this time, you know, now's the time to do it. Uh, because he's going to do his best to smuggle some items in for you. Kyrie's going to ask how many heal healing potions we have between us. Oh, that's a really good question. Kyrie's going to go suggest that we stock up medical supplies. <laughs> Uh, but I've got one healing potion. We meaning you two. <laughs> well, you don't have cash. No, I I have my body. What? Oh. <laughs> Kyrie's paying for healing potions like that. Well, literally, it's my body. I can touch myself and heal myself. God, I thought that was going in a completely different direction. But but I'm broke, Kyrie. Oh, I'm not. Let's go. Oh, sick. Okay. I could buy three healing potions. I've got one, uh, but I also have one healing root now. Oh, I have one healing potion. Are you going to be looking around the just shops and stores and shit, looking for anything what she would be interested in at all? Uh, I doubt there will be anything, but... Uh, just looking at inventory. We'll come to Kyrie just like browsing shops and stuff. Uh, you'll pull up. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're just going to Enchantress Emporium again. Yeah, you'll pull up outside and he's there. Well, you'll pull up inside and he's like, hello, uh, what can we do for you today? Heal, please. Heal. Healing potions? Do you want normal, greater? Uh, can you give me like price ranges for these things. Normal so... is 50, greater is 100. Mm. Uh, this is gold pieces, right? Yes, yes. Interesting. How much silver is to one gold? 10 silver to one gold. Little bird's with me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I turn to them say, I have 162 gold pieces. I have 19. Um, I have more cash than you, that's an interesting of the team. I'm always uh, broke, what the fuck you mean? Uh, I mean, like when we met, you were paying for my shit, and here we are. That's because I found you in a field. No, it's just, um, uh, actually, you found me passed out underneath an umbrella. umbrella? Mushroom. I don't know why yeah. I got those two fears. You know, those two commonly Same things. thing. I think one of you tried to steal my fucking shoes. That was a little um, bad. It was. I don't <laughs> think that happened. I think you're lying. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna get two healing potions. 
Um, okay. Of course, here you go. He slides two potions over to you. Takes the hundred gold. <laughs> Three. Oh. Cool, that's 62. That's a hundred gold down the ground. Not really, it's technically paying for your life. Uh, is there anything else that you'll want to grab while you're in here or look for? Before we jump to Kyrene looking at stuff? Um, what can I get for a hundred silver? A hundred silver? So ten gold? Yeah. Um. Or should I just save it? You know what? I might need it for bribing later. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it on me. That's all I needed to do. Then, for me at least. Oh, wait! How much is platinum to silver? One platinum. Platinum to silver? No, platinum to gold, I mean. Ten gold is one platinum. How much is 43 gold then? Four platinum. No, no, no. Four, how much is 43 platinum to gold? 430 gold. Oh, wow. Okay, I will take. Like. <laughs> Two more healing potions, then. Of Jesus. course, here you go, friend. Uh, I have so... so much money. I think Flint is just like, wait, these aren't silver pieces. Yeah, he goes to hand one over, and there is like, that's not silver. <laughs> How many gold can I make with these? He drops forty-three platinum on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> Flint's that guy who's just like, whenever like you're doing, you are you're like. When you're serving someone, people just like hand you a bunch of change and they're like, How much for this? Yeah. So um, you need to minus 10 platinum. Easy. Uh, oh, wonderful. Thank you, friend. He rummages around and pulls out another two bottles and puts them your now. way. We good. Yeah, we'll be fine. I'm so fucking smart. <laughs> This is this is why Flint didn't have money at the start of the campaign because he doesn't know the difference between pieces. They're different shapes. They look completely different. <laughs> Not to Flint, color-wise. Flint, Flint color-blind. Flint shape blind. Oh god, Flint blind. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't realize it yet. Flint actually needs glasses. Right. Yeah, I'm good. Okay, is there anything I'm, you wanna... I'm broke, so no. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, roll a perception for me, Kyrie. You're looking around the market, and nothing really catches your eye, uh, but you do come across, like, there's this one dude who's got, um, he's got several little, like, knickknacks and, like, odd little bits, and you do spot, like, a couple of little bits from your hometown. Just, like, little trinkets and stuff. Like, I've been here. Uh, I don't think Kyrie would be interested in that very much. Okay. So probably just regroup. Yep. You'll meet back up. I'm guessing back at the tavern, honestly. Yeah. I don't know where you all would meet up. The warehouse, the tavern, like, where do you all want to meet? I think probably tavern, right? Yeah, that's what I Yeah. You swing back to the tavern. It's, yeah, it's about one-ish now. Do you all just want to time skip until Ozak gets here? Yes, we time skipped with the fact that we have a plan totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's uh, we have like a fun montage where we don't, ex ex you know, if they don't explain a plan, um, you know, it it's, can't, yeah, it's yeah. gonna 
go well, so... I mean, y'all have got to actually come up with a plan. Like, you've got the map. Fucking tell us that. I, there's not really much of a plan we can make with a map like this. We will... Well, you know where the prisoners are kept. You know the fields that they work in. You know the entrance. I don't know. Uh, we'll figure it out when it comes. Uh, we kind of just gotta wait. Um, we might have to just wing it. Yeah, do we, I think. Do we have the range? Not yet. No, Isaac's gonna give them to you on the day. Cause he has to have them made. I guess Kagi's gonna spend that time like sharpening our blade portion, rather. So yeah, about another day and a half passes. You all are kind of just existing. A little bit tired out of the stress of it, you know. Little bird, strangely, not tired. Because they're all up for meeting a load of criminals and just vibing in prison. Yeah, it could be sick. Yeah. You get, like, you know, a rap on the uh, basement door. And Ozak kind of lets himself in. Sits down at the table with, like, a small brown paper bag. Uh, uh, and a satchel on his back. He's got kind of like a makeshift leg brace on now, just as a temporary measure while his leg like fully recovers. And he sets down four drinks, three for you and one for himself. And then you hear another set of footsteps come down and plates clattering on the table. And then they go back up. He's just sat in the lobby waiting for you all. You can hear like knife and fork scraping on the plate and him eating and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, please eat louder. <laughs> is this like an eating as in, can you please come out of the room and address me, or is it like just eating normally? It's just, he's just eating. And I open the door, see yours like the close setup. <laughs> you open the door, look at him, and he goes, ah, and then you close the door and he goes, okay. I think I probably did the exact same thing. Oh, little. Okay. Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll get all my stuff and I'll just open the door and sit down, I guess. Will the the others be coming out, or are we discussing this between just us while they organise some things? I did no, see I mean, Little Bird briefly. I'm here. Oh, good morning, Flint. No, Speaking no. through the door. <laughs> I'm... Flint's just behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and teleports you behind Ozak. <laughs> <laughs> Leans in, just... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anything that you guys want to take with you, uh, if you can put on the table so I can put it in this bag of holding. Am I going to have to go in different clothes? You'll have to wear prisoner's garbs, yes. Oh, no. I have brought those with me. Oh. It's just super loose-fitting kind of tattered brown trousers and white shirt. You have them with you right now. Yes, they're, they're in my bag. Alright, uh, Carrie's gonna walk back to our room and basically just strip off all our armor. Uh, all yours, clink, 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 clink. Yeah, and all you'll see is the door open slightly and like an arm outstretched. He hands you the clothes. They're quite neatly folded. And they have the smell of juniper berries on them. Wonder smell. <laughs> but could wash them with, like, fairy liquid or some shit. Uh, I made sure to clean them myself beforehand, because I know, obviously, Kyrie, you're not fond on uh, anything that isn't your armour, and Flint, you're fussy. Okay. 
you. Little bird, I purposely didn't wash yours. Uh, because I figured you'd rather go for, like, you know, dirty, rough and tumble. Oh, you just assuming I'm a little grimy boy. I mean, I've seen the moss. Fucking leave my moss at once. I'm having this. <laughs> right, so, Harry's gonna put the prisoner's garbs on and, uh, leave her armor in the room and, like, go outside and, like, lock the door like 20 times in a row. So you don't want to be taking your armor with you when you get there? That's... Uh, that's really what... that would be... Uh... I mean, listen. if you... Well... He kind of opens this, like, uh, bag that he had on his back. This bag of holding for me to get you your stuff while you're in prison so you can do the breakout. You're going to be fighting. I figured you might want your armor. Really that big? Well, y'all really aren't going to be needing to bring a lot. Little bird. As far as I've seen. A lot of it. Yeah, but little bird, as far as I've seen, doesn't wear armor. So all they'd need is a sword and a couple of potions. Flint, I don't believe, wears armor either. So again, a sword and a couple of potions. I purposely went for... The biggest one I could get, because your armor oh, is cumbersome, yeah. Kyrie. Hold on. I just realized I've got a concealed weapon. That's awesome. Uh, right. Kyrie's gonna hear this immediately or not the door and just shove all the armor in. With, like, the the shield as well. The lion shield. It kind of goes, I, uh, He starts taking it out and putting it on the side. I need to organize it properly, otherwise it's not all gonna fit. <laughs> We need to put long, flat things in the bottom first, so weapons. Well, this is a fucking co-op shop. <laughs> fucking bread. We're playing Tetris. <laughs> bread at the top. Yeah. Do we just squash the healing potions? So he's like squeezing your uh, your shield in and lays it down. Um, little bird, flint your weapons. Little bird pulls out their sword and just starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few things. Uh, Flint puts down all five healing potions, uh, smoldering cannon, um, Lazarus, his crossbow, and his belay Okay. Uh, Little Bird, is there anything else you need to bring? Uh, hang on. As he's talking to you, he's like paper wrapping the, uh, the healing potions because they're in glass bottles. You know, Enchanted's Emporium have actually got a thing on where if you bring the glass bottles back, they give you a discount of like five silver. Who fucking for that? No, I mean, you've got five, five silver off of 50 gold. Wow. Well, yeah, it all adds up. Yeah, it really all adds up. God, this place sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, here's a bunch of wild fucking shit. I, little bird just looks at Ozak and then shrugs, puts uh, the kapesh on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a bag with a couple of caltrops in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grappling hook attached to 50 feet of rope. Okay. Two molotovs. 
Okay. A healing potion. Yeah. And... Oh, my fire rune. Hmm. Uh, healing rune salve. Um... And just because I think it's funny, a bag of shrooms. He kind of looks at all of it and goes, Right, there's limited space. Can we make sure we're only... I mean, the mushrooms might be a good idea. You might be able to trade them for information. Oh, no, I'm going to do them. Yeah. We have a lot of weed. No, you don't. Can I bring... Oh, yeah, Yeah, you do. It was saved. Can we bring, uh... Yeah, I have mushroom brown. I've got a lot of coolly parchment, but can I just bring them on my purse because it's not threatening at all? Yeah, but you're threatening. It doesn't matter if it's it's threatening or not. That's like... A mage saying, can I bring a book with me? I promise, yes, the no, book won't do harm. It's it's a prison. It's just clothing. Unfortunately. Right, Luckily, put... paper isn't that thick, big, or heavy, so the paper shouldn't matter too much. I'll just put parchment in there. He just starts, like, looking at stuff and being like... So it's like jamming it in. 50 feet of rope. Yeah. Hey, in case I need to climb. He does it's eventually... He does eventually get all of it in and he's like really pushing down to like do the buckles. I don't think we can fit any more in, I'm going to be honest. He's like proper pushing the lid down, like grasping one of the clasps and trying so hard to connect it to the other one, just like... Mm. It eventually just clips into place. And he, like, fucking throws it to the side and leans back and grabs his pint. Just drinks some of it and it's like... Right. Right, onto the rings. I'm gonna finish my meal. We'll go onto the rings. Um, I made sure to have your breakfasts brought down as well. What's he eating, Rob? What's he eating? Yeah, what's he eating? Um, if, you, if we have to describe in excruciating detail <clears throat> what we're consuming, I want to know what this man is eating. Isaac's eating, like, seasoned and pan-fried tofu with, like, mushrooms and stuff like that. He's just quite happily munching on it. Right. Rings. He kind of slides his plate to the side. Um, he opens up a little brown bag and puts three uh, pieces of jewellery on the desk. So they didn't have the design for rings in. They did have earrings in though. Little bird, I know that might be a problem for you because you don't have ears. I've got some holes. <laughs> Terrifying. So, I made sure that they made yours a bit bigger. I figured maybe it could go on one of your toes or something. Oh, yeah, sick. A toe ring. <laughs> Ew. Enchanted toe ring for the bird. Insane. Absolutely insane. So, the enchanter fiddled around with it a little bit. Uh, he didn't charge me extra. In fact, he actually charged me a little less. Because he got to test out something new. So the original plan was to just slightly edit how you look so that people didn't, uh, you know, identify who you are when you come back. 
instead it temporarily changes your race. Oh, yes. And it has to be something of a similar size to you. And you don't gain the abilities of this race, and it nullifies your own racial abilities. But it... Wait. Uh... It does. Does that mean I'll be able to talk? I don't know. We haven't tested the... I mean, we, we, we've tested them in the sense of we know that the enchantment works. But I don't know how long you guys plan on spending in the iron fields. Imagine that the longer that we stay there, uh, probably the worse it is for us. I mean, it yeah. is a prison, so... I mean, we know that it works for at least two days minimum without any adverse side effects what if we take it off for like five minutes adverse side effects yeah what about after two days we don't know we haven't had time to test it i hope this turns me i hope this turns me into a guinea pig because i sure am one when takes it and puts it on yeah. Oh, I should probably warn you, my amulet does weird shit around magic, and I put it oh, on. Oh god. <laughs> uh, and just says that and puts it on. This is an agent of chaos. The amulet, strangely, doesn't react. Bitch. You watch as Flint... His first thing you notice is that his hat flops backwards and onto the floor. And you watch as these two ears kind of lift up. You watch his mouth kind of elongate out. His fingers not split, but almost spiritually and ethereally turn into claws. And this light grayish fur start popping up all over his body. You've turned my boy into a furry. Yes. Flint is now a lichen. Uh, little bird, you put on the ring onto your toe. Um, Naturally. <laughs> you and your little chicken legs. The first thing that happens is your knees snap forward. Oh, God. And all your feathers begin to fall out. And in their place, scales appear. Okay. Your face also elongates. Uh, you have become what's known as a Warren Kobold. Let's see. Um, which is is just uh, kobolds that live outside uh, Warren. Uh, that kobolds that live inside Warren, so they're used to interaction with people and stuff like that. Right. Kyrie, after say after seeing this, are you gonna put yours on or? Kyrie's gonna be very visibly upset at the monstrosities <laughs> what she is seeing. Crying. Legs just snapped. <laughs> oh, Zach's looking at you all like I never said it would be easy. 
Can I roll like a constitution, not a puke? Because this is pretty yeah. brutal. Yeah. It would be like so much easier if I just went as myself. But then they'd know. I mean, to be honest, Flint, if I'm you went, if you went as you, if you went as yourself, you're already very wanted. They would probably keep you in there, even if like you were like, "Ooh, I'm going to do a sneaky." Okay, I mean, we're already Harry, breaking into a prison. Kyrie can stomach it and realizes that it's for the best and puts the ring on. <laughs> Kyrie, you've got one of the uh, the most fun ones of all. In place of where your armor would usually be, your body starts to grow slightly larger and pack itself with dense fat and two long, long tusks come down. You are now what's known as a walrusk, which is a humanoid walrus. Pretty dope. Uh, but yeah, you all have now became... These different people, essentially. But yeah, a lichen, a walrusk, and a warren kobold. Walk into a bar. Oh, Zach kind of looks at you all and he goes, I think these disguises all work. I hate it so much, Ozak, you're a fucking cunt. Your mouth moves a lot more now. Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, Kyrie only talks in walrus now. Oh, it's a Geordie. Oh. Same thing. Well, you've got an hour before we get on the uh, the ship. Is there anything whatsoever you want to talk about or go over before we, we throw you on it? Love a different ring. <laughs> you want to wait another month or two for the next ship? I didn't know what it was going to turn people into. Just kind of like my gloves. Yeah? And just be like, can you put them in the bag? He looks at the bag that's fit to burst. Um. Hmm. I'll try. <laughs> I'm going to roll a strength. Yeah, my gloves are swimming and climbing. Okay, yeah, so that's like a... Gloves Yeah. It takes him about 20 minutes, but he does get the gloves in. <laughs> Is there anything you want to go over? Can I walk? Um... I don't think you have the ability of the thing what you turned in. You don't. So just no. like... It, the, the thing is, um, Kenku don't have, uh, other races don't have the ability to talk. Kenku have the ability that they can't talk. Yeah, but the, I think the ring's strictly illusionary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I don't get any of my other things. Yeah, you said that we don't get any of our racial traits. So I don't have the... Ability that says not talk. I'm not sure if a god stripping you of your ability to speak would be nullified by like a ring. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You're the DM. I'm gonna say yeah. no, but he he notices that like you're trying to speak and stuff, and he goes, "Your uh, your necklace, little bird. That's what you use to communicate, correct?" I don't know. 
the whole band up and do the little, like, eh. It's how you communicate with everyone else and such, correct? Eh. Minus the mimicry. Mm hmm. So, in a prison situation where you may need to inform a guard of something or something like that, you would need the ability to communicate with them, correct? Yeah. Okay, in terms of you communicating, I'll try and get Piper to, you know, jimmy it around a little bit so that you can keep the necklace and we'll put it down to a, a disability thing because you're unable to talk. You know, the fact that the government considers this a disability is absolutely insane. Well, in a prison where communication is quintessential, not being able to communicate. Alright, let's go kill some cops. So, are you all ready? I have one more thing that I want to do. Of course. Like, now that this is, if this is, I'm now weighing up my options, whether I choose this or something else. Can I go and buy a disguise kit? Uh, disguise kit only lasts for a certain amount of time, right? It's... Let me check. It's based on how well you roll. Yeah. Because I'm And you have to, to like, revise like, points. Yeah, I am willing to say that when, like, I don't know if you can, like, dye your hair. He has a disguise kit. I have a disguise kit? Why? Because Actually, Kyrie's yeah. always being chased. Kyrie, yeah. You can, I, you've got 40 minutes, well, more like... By the time it takes, you've got 20 minutes to try the disguise kit, so you're going to have to roll with disadvantage. What am I rolling? Uh, disguise Just kit. Just permanently remove it from my inventory. Yeah. Okay. I'll give Kyrie, um... I don't need money. Oh, okay. I do not need money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you back for it. The fucking nat one. Shit me! Oh... You go to put it on and slip and give a, yourself another slit in the eyebrow. That's not a failure. It is for Flint. <laughs> Flint is very particular about his eyebrows. Yeah, so what is it? Flint does not pull it off. He tries his best, but all he really does is put on one of those like glasses with the mustache on it. <laughs> The other one with the nat one, Flint cuts his eyebrow and accidentally gives himself a goatee. And then Ozak's like, well, you can either... Time's up. We need to set off now. You can either go with this or you can put the ring on. I'm not putting that ring on. It puts me at far too much of a disadvantage. Okay. If goatee, I, if, if Flint, I'm, it is. All I get is negatives out of this ring in, like, the worst way possible. I mean, I would I'm consider already... not being held in a prison, uh, n uh, not, you know, I'd consider that a positive, and being able to re-enter a city, I'd consider that a positive. But listen, if I put this ring on, my rolls are, my rolls are already shit. You don't need the ring on while you're fighting. No, but like... Every other check, I get. I will get. What checks are you gonna need to do? You're gonna be in a prison room. I will be minus one. I will be one plus one to strength, plus one to dexterity. But you don't need to do all the talking, you know. 
the Give only in. things that I'm good at. I'm not being a furry! <laughs> I refuse! It's just gonna be like, I'm not being a furry. Would you rather be a walrus? <laughs> you no. can be a walrus. Let me finish. Flint says, I'm not being a furry. And it cuts to them on the ship with Flint wearing the ring. Yeah! You'll pull up outside the ship. Flint is wearing the ring, looking rather pissed off. Um, Ozak has got you in uh, handcuffs, just for show. He assures you that, like, you know, nothing's actually going to come of this. This is just so that civilians will see it happening. And if anyone reports it, they'll go, ah, you know, this is just, you know, them escorting people to the ship. And you pull up outside the ship, you see a long line of people in similar clothes to you. And Ozak kind of pulls you into a corner. And he goes, right, we're going to be talking with Piper in a moment. Uh, you need to let me do the talking for this. Um, what I'll do is I'll give Piper the bag. Um, and I'll say it's payment for the one prisoner. Because occasionally we do get intel from prisoners. You know, or good behaviour benefits and stuff like that. Um... So I'll tell him it's that. He knows it's for you guys. He'll make sure that you'll get your stuff when you give him the signal. As far as he's aware, the signal is Little Bird having a, and then he brings up his hands and does quotation marks, a fit. So he will rush over and unlock Little Bird's cage unlocking your two on the way over. Then you're the free to do what you need to do. All you need to do is make sure that when you're ready, you give him the signal. Are you ready for this? Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, I mean, there's no other option. I mean, I look the part... You do look the part, to be fair. Right, he kind of stands up, attaches the chain to each of your handcuffs so that you're like in a file, grabs the end of it and starts walking towards the ship with all three of you, and stood next to the ship, kind of with a uh, notice board and stuff and looking at each of the prisoners and then noting something down on the book and then looking at the prisoners and then noting something down on the book he looks up and sees um, Ozak and you all can see his face now and it is big um, like orc looking guy um, he's probably about six foot six foot three um, his skin, rather than being like the usual like greens and such, is kind of like a, um, a like tinged red. And you can see along his forehead, like three short horns coming up, uh, along with his tusks and stuff. Uh, and you can see what looks to be a very short tail coming out from behind him. He turns around and looks at you and he goes, 
Friends! Well, friend. I see you've brought the prisoners. And Isaac looks at me and goes, Ah, Piper, good to see you again. Uh, yes, these are the three I was telling you about. I'm, I'm sorry it took me a moment. Here is the, uh, the payment for the prisoner. It hands the bag. Uh, these are the three that I mentioned previously. And he looks at each of you and he goes, Criminals. Winks. Well, very well. I shall personally escort them onto the ship. Uh, and he, like, takes the fucking, uh, like, clipboard with all the paperwork on it and slams it into the chest of another peacekeeper. You deal with this. He grabs your chains, yanks them a little bit, but it's mostly for show. Walks onto the ship, takes you all on. Captain, it's nice to be the familiar uneasiness of the flooring as the ship's like swaying slightly side to side. He uh, walks you along like a relatively long hallway. Um, and there you see a cage with a number of other prisoners in there. And he, um, he like takes the chains off each of your uh, like manacles and pushes you in one by one and slams the gate behind you. I shall come and get you all when we arrive. And he just walks away, his shoulders almost like brushing against the edges of the uh, the ship as he's walking, like the hallway that he came from. There's a number of other people in this like small cell with you who are all wearing the same clothes, are all also like bound. Some of them have been like, you know, bound to the like their arms are bound to their chest and they have like either something covering their eyes or something covering their mouth uh you have a vague idea of why they're bound like this um some races although you're not sure which have special abilities from either looking at people or directly speaking to people uh the one that first comes to mind is sirens mm. um because you're a sailor and gay <laughs> we all know what's happened, yes. Flint has had run-ins with sirens. It has to have happened once. Is there anything you want to, like, discuss while you're there, or are you going to wait until you're alone? It, I had a moment when you were like, oh, you know, we're, we're on a ship now, because my brain doesn't 100% process everything. Um, where I was like, oh my god, the, the, sh the prison is on a ship. That means that... Like, I get to use all of my cool pirate stuff, and then my brain realized, wait, no, we're on our way to an island. Fuck! <laughs> okay, we're, we're gonna steal a ship to get back. Yeah. Who isn't, like, gagged, I guess? Most of them. It's only, like, one or two that are blindfolded and gagged. Uh, and they're kept slightly off so that other people can't interfere with their, their bindings. Don't be like, so, what are you in for? Uh, uh, a, a human with rather, like, thick eyebrows and a big scruffy beard. Kind of smells a little bit of ale and, uh, dirt. Turns around and looks at you and, like, his eyes are, like, almost yellowish. He looks at you, looks you up and down and goes... 
I killed a small village. How far? And yourself. Uh, for the I did a wisdom check to see if Flynn is quick, just like doesn't immediately confess every crime that he's ever done because he is that kind of person that wants to show off in front of other criminals. Um, so I did a wisdom saving throw, and I have minus one to wisdom, and I rolled a natural one, so it's a zero on wisdom. Yeah. Uh, Flint turns to this Flint man and says, Flint has never oh. had a thought. Flint turns to this man and says, oh, I'm the pirate king. A couple of people, like, gasp. They look at the rest of you and go, is, is that your crew then, Mr. King? I'm also a compulsive liar. He looks you up and down and he goes, Right, Pirate King. Sure. Like a, a sea dog, I suppose. Good joke. Did you roll like a whiz. an insight on this? Guy? Yeah. <laughs> Did he get another natural one? No! What did he get? He was making a joke about you because you're a fucking wolf man. And he called you a sea dog. I know. But I, 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 March, cannot tell if he was being sarcastic or not. He was, I promise. Okay. I'm gonna try, like, how close am I? To what? Flint. You're pretty close, you all got thrown together. But can I just yell over and say, you're talking about the sea? Yeah. Yeah. Like, distract, sort of thing. Flint's obviously not <laughs> The walrus man, like, oh, the sea, I remember the sea. <laughs> I know her well. Oh my God. I mean, this, the, the rings could change your gender if you wish. Kyrie could be a walrus man or a walrus woman. A little bird a walrus non-binary, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Wait, did this ring give me a gender? Yeah. Oh, God. It cannot if you don't want it to. That toe ring that you're wearing. Oh, I hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> the gender toe ring. I fucking hate toes. I hate toes. Can, I, can we put a trigger warning for toes? It talks too much. After a little bit, the, uh, the orc man with the horns comes back in and he goes... Oh, sits down next to you all, like in in your cage. Oh, puts his feet on a desk, pulls across a big like cheese and tomato flatbread, pours himself a pint of ale, and just starts looking at you all, and really slowly eats it. Mm. You know, you just don't get stuff like this in the iron fields. I think I just like lean on the bars and look it dead in the eye. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Would you care for a bit? He breaks a little bit of the crust off and holds it out to you. I just flip him off. Oh. <laughs> a couple of prisoners like scurry to like get to the bars where he was thinking and like push you out the way. One of them grabs it and quite quickly just. <laughs> Wow, you treat people here like shit. I mean, you're all inmates. Um. Fucking cop. 
I'll have you know, I give my my prisoners a great meal before a gouge out our eyes. There's no gouging yet. You know, you have to have been in for at least a month before we begin the torture. You need to get settled. It's alright at first because it's just gentle rocking back and forth, but then after a good like four or five hours of being cramped in this cell with all these people, it starts getting like, because of all the bodies being next to each other, it's quite warm and uncomfortable. Um, one of the prisoners starts like asking to be let out and uh, the orc guy from before just looks at him, kind of scratches next to one of his horns and goes, yeah, no, not, not happening, bud. Kind of rattles on the side of it and just walks off. Um, one dude is like trying to reach the table for the tray with some of the leftover pizza on it. He's, he's trying so hard to just reach across and grab it. And it's just uncomfortable. The journey takes about 14 hours in total. Um, a couple of people like sit down in like fetal position in the corner and drift off. You guys, uh, it'd be about 2am so I'm guessing you all would try and get a little bit of sleep in. Maybe? I mean, do you want to or do you want to try and stay awake for it? Is it two days or two hours with the rings before they have bad effects? Two days. Okay, cool. And they don't know if it would have bad effects, it's just that's the longest they could test it because of the time limit you guys are on. It's about 2am and you hear and water splashing and then the ship lurches to a stop. And it's about another hour of just being sat in this pitch black before a guard comes in with a small lantern and hangs it on the wall. Sits down, pulls out a book and starts flipping through it. Prisoner 9258. And you see some dude like stir from his sleep and he goes, stand up. Stands up and gets let out and he leads him off. And slowly, bit by bit, every five minutes or so, a guard is coming in and taking people out. The uh, orc comes back in and uh, opens up his ledger and then remembers that you all aren't actually like listed, listed in it. And he goes, prisoner 6942. And like looks at you almost like that's actually you guys. Come on. Just fucking shake my head and walk yeah. through the door. Six nine four one and six nine four three. He unlocks the cage, attaches the chain to each of your thing and leads you off. Locks the cage behind him and walks off. You'll are led out off the boat and onto not a super long dock, but enough for like two ships to park up. There's the one that y'all have parked up on on the left side, and another one which is parked up on the right, which is uh, slightly smaller. You get the impression that one's for prisoners, one is for uh, resource like sending out and bringing back and stuff. And he leads you across and takes you to this large stone hut. 
uh, with a window on it. And he attaches you to a fence post, walks in. You can see him chatting with another guard, like through this pane of glass. And he like reaches into his pocket and slides a couple of bit and puts the bag on the table. And like looks around to make sure no one else is looking. And the other guy like looks at the coins, puts them in his pocket, looks at you guys, looks at him and nods. He comes back out, grabs you. And you see these two massive like uh, iron gates. Like, solid iron, not like um, gates with all the, like, where it's bars. This is just solid iron, slowly open, revealing probably, like, a fucking three-hour walk away. Uh, like, straight forward is another gate that you see, just in the distance. And then it's just rugged field with a path cut straight through the centre of it that probably comes about five foot lower than everything else. And you can hear the ting, ting, ting of uh, pickaxes like striking the ground and a couple of illuminated figures kind of dotted around. Every now and again you hear like someone yelling at someone or someone just sobbing as they're mining away and the orcs just leading you through leading you through uh, and after about 20 minutes you come to another like big stone house this is the uh, he like leans in next to you all like kinda crouches a little bit so that the other guards can't see him this is the uh, the check-in gate so any uh, prisoners that come through here are uh, stripped and washed and stuff I'm going to try and see what I can do in terms of not having that happen with you but uh, it, it, it may be a thing that ends up happening just letting you know ahead of time um, I'll give it a minute and then we'll head in he walks in and leaves you three there chained to another post and you can hear some shouting and stuff going on inside and then a thump. And he comes back out, kind of shaking his hand. Well, I had a, uh, a talk with him. Um, yeah, you're free to come through. And he kind of <laughs> leads you through. You can see, like, steps that go up. And then pathways that veer off in, like, lots of directions. With, uh, like, hoses and stuff. After about another ten minutes, you get to another one of the big iron gates and it slowly slopes upwards so you're on the same level as everything else and the iron gates slowly slide open again and you can see just massive massive probably like a good 10 stories high just three buildings one like directly parallel with you and then two off on the side that go across this is the uh, prisoner accommodation. You can hear a couple of people like shouting and yelling through windows and stuff like that. Um, I've managed to get uh, you three in the same cell. There may be someone else in there with you. We usually accommodate four to a cell, but we'll, we'll see what we can do. 
This is a deal for Ozak, after all. Bastard. He kind of walks you all through. Doors close behind you. And he swings open another door on the inside. And you can see, just illuminated by lamplight, rows upon rows of... Um, it's like three stories and then a roof. But it's just rows upon rows of prisons with uh, like catwalks connecting them all up. Um, and it goes quite far off both left and right. You assume that that's to lead to other bits of the prison, more cells and stuff. And he just walks you through this maze of prison for like a good 15 minutes. And eventually you get to what you can assume is like the seventh floor on the uh, far right side of the building. And he unlocks a cell and he sees a single like old, like old, old tabaxi dude like kind of sat on a bed. And he stands up and walks over and looks at the guard, looks at you three, kind of very judging eyes rubs his fingers a little bit, sits back down on his bed, maintains eye contact with you. Some of the other prisoners are hollering at you and such. And the guard unlocks, unlocks your handcuffs and just pushes you in one by one. Meal is at 3.30, work begins at 9am. You've got water for whenever you need it in the tap there. Don't bother us. And then he, like, looks at you one last time, like, as he's walking away. Winks. I mean, seriously. Don't fucking bother us. Okie dokie. And walks away. What? <laughs> it could have gone worse. It could have gone a lot worse. The tobacco is just stood there looking at you all talking like... Well, that could have gone worse. And he's like, what? <laughs> Hello, friend. Hail and well met. Oh. I said the thing. You don't seem to understand where you are, do you, friend? Oh, I know perfectly no. where I am. We understand. We You're... just make them light of, you know, a bad situation. We'll get out of here. We'll be fine. You understand. Right where I want to be. Social yeah. standing. As the newcomers to a prison, correct? Oh, You're welcome yeah. to try. I personally am too old to try anything now. Yeah, so don't talk shit. But exactly, are... do you want to get fucking beaten by three people? There are other prisoners you should be wary of. Uh, as you came through the gate, you probably noticed three buildings, correct? Welcome to... And he kind of gestures lightly and you hear a couple of the other ones like whooping and hollering. Welcome to uh, probably the most densely populated one. Uh, this is where they store people of average height. To the right you have uh, some of the more troublesome uh, people. People with higher bounties and Larger folk, let's say. Uh, I believe there's even a couple of uh, giant folk over there. And to the left we have 
prisoner accommodation for smaller people. Uh, people like yourself. And he points at the kobold. I'm guessing that means that <laughs> the left wing is full. Maybe it just means I'm more dangerous. Maybe. What are uh, you three in here for? Um, I want to do a little sleight of hand trick. Is there like a rock or something? There's like a, two or three pebbles on the floor. I do like a little sleight of hand trick. Yeah, roll sleight of hand. Oh my god, that's a three plus seven. Thank God for that plus seven, eh? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Um, just like a, you know, demonstrating a little of what of my crimes are. Ah. A little theft, a little... I see. A rogue of sorts. I myself am a rogue. I should look him up and down. I was a rock. There you go. And yourself? And he looks at the walrus kid. Surely they should have uh, put in some special accommodation for someone of your uh, place. Don't you need uh, a certain amount of hydration? Uh... uh... I'm, not, I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll get that, but I'm used to being a landlubber, per se. I see. A castaway of sorts. Although I'd rather not admit yes. Uh, why this you... is a real... Like, how are you trying to put like a really bad accent? <laughs> <laughs> and why are you here? Oh, I've committed multiple war crimes. Oh. Roll a... Hmm? It's not really a deception. Roll a charisma. Oh, that's a six. <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm guessing petty theft and such. Oh, you could call it theft if you want to. I prefer uh, multiple accounts of smuggling. Uh, oh, of course. He kind of stands up and holds out a hand that you notice is missing, like, his uh, bottom two fingers on the right hand. My name is... Jewel of the Mountain. I was going to make a joke, but, uh, I'm Steely Greg. Aptly fitting name. Holds yeah, out his hand. I really like the crimes. Holds out his hand to the walrus kid. <laughs> you know, who we've got in terms of little birds pursuing us now? We've got Steely Greg, we've got Stabby Tim. Stabby Tim. Yeah. Okay. Well, just if we need them. Um, what do they call your friend? You just call me Russ. Mm. Fair enough. Shakes your hand, holds a hand out to Captain. And oh, yourself. Cliff is Cliff is fine. Cliff, hey, well. I shake his hand. Should you need any uh, information while you are here, I may be able to offer some assistance. I have, I've been here for a long time. You know the Golem Kim. 
Um, there are a couple of uh, golems here in the uh, the iron fields, although unfortunately they, uh, because they need not rest, they are usually kept in the fields most of the day. But we got like a window. <laughs> no, <laughs> the window you see is uh, the window you get. And he points to, like, the bars that just look out to the other prisoners. Mm. We are not really in a position for complaining. I think I am. <laughs> Sometimes thoughts can be deceiving, friend. Anyway, I shall head to bed. Uh, please, try to keep the noise down. I am an old man, I... I need as much sleep as I can get before I work in the fields. And you see him climb onto the top bunk on the left side and pull a very thin blanket over himself and, like, use his arm to rest his head. I guess bedtime? Yeah. Not much we can do until we get forced to, you know, perform slave labour. Oh, yeah. Uh, what beds are you all taking? Uh, top bunk. The biggest one. They're all the same size, Freeze. They're the prison beds. One. The biggest one. <laughs> I'll take the one under, uh, above Jewel, whatever his underneath name Jewel Oh, underneath he's taking he's Yeah, he the took the bunk. top bunk. Oh. Okay, I'll take the one underneath and then. Okay. It's very old, dense, straw-like beds. I think I start to cry. There are no pillows, and the blanket is very itchy. When is going to get fleas by the end of the <laughs> Yeah. You smell a wet dog. He is, he is. Um, but the night is a difficult one, with the bed being so uncomfortable, there being a constant draft. There's the hollering and shouting of the other people within the prison. The still, ever so faintly in the background, ting, 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 of picks within the fields. You can hear, because y'all are on the right-hand side of the building, every now and again you can hear, and you get the impression that that's one of the giants, maybe, throwing a little bit of a hissy fit. You all get woken up at about seven by a human dressed in uh, kind of like Peacekeeper armor. It's a little bit looser fitting. There's less actual metal on it. And rather than having like shoulder and arm guards, it's fabric with a big like metal shield. Not like a big metal shield, but like where the top of your arm would be. There is a, a metal shield that like covers that bit of the arm mm. with a uh, broken crown on it. Hmm. Kyrie, roll a perception. Roll a four. No clue. You have never seen this armor before in your life. But he comes in with a very large pan and a wooden club and just Gung, 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 gung. And you hear a lot of people like stirring and beginning to wake up and stuff. And quite quickly, Jewel of the Mountain hops off the bed 
adjusts his clothes and stands by the gate. And then he turns around and sees all of you kind of stirring in your sleep. I'm going to do this um, quickly. Okay. He sees the other two kind of stirring in their sleep. Friends, quick, if you don't get up now, you miss breakfast. Fine. You'll kind of stand by the gate. If we have, like, a point of exhaustion because I'm going to sleep well, I don't sleep well. Uh, you don't have a point of exhaustion, but you can consider it a short rest, not a long rest. Nice. Um... But after about 15 minutes of waiting, a guard comes past with like a big thing of uh, like oats and stuff uh, and like a load of bowls. And he just fills up four bowls and like slides them underneath the door for you. Hmm. You know the drill. Throw them back out when you're done and someone will collect them within the next 20 minutes. And he walks off and does the same for the other people across the way. Have we just been given a bowl of dry oats? No, 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 it's it's just like porridge. Right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so wet oats. There is a yeah. a single slice of undescript dried fruit in each one. And you see oh. Jewel of the Mountain pick his up, lick the, uh, the oats and stuff off and kind of tuck it into a little pocket. I would recommend doing the same if you can slide it in your mouth while you're out doing the mining uh, as your mouth salivates rehydrates it slightly and you don't have to worry about not having water or anything like that because you have something keeping your mouth occupied hmm. Hmm. I was already finished the bowl at this point <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think little brother's just like fucking no and just starts pouring it down their mouth Flynn is just trying to figure out how the fuck to eat with a, an elongated mouth yes. on the plate, with a bowl. Jewel looks at you, uh, like, kind of struggling, and he goes, Did you recently have a tooth removed? Or... Oh. Never mind, it's not my place to ask, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't normally eat this kind, of a, this, kind of, this kind of really nice looking food, honestly. More of a meat eater. Yes. Myself as well. Anyway, you have roughly half an hour to uh, use the bathroom and hydrate and all that business before they uh, get us ready for work. Are we going to have a job interview, or...? He looks at you and he just... <laughs> I wish at least we could get turned down from that. Oh, I could probably get turned down. He lays back in his bed. And almost like just just resting his eyes, like leaning against the wall. Half an hour passes, and you see a uh, another peacekeeper-esque armor. Uh, Kyrie, roll a perception again. Now you can see it up close. Oh, oh seven. <laughs> now you're seeing it a little bit closer. It looks slightly familiar, but not enough that you know what it is. He kind of picks up all the bowls and then taps one of them on the cage. They will be around in one minute for work. Get ready. And he walks off and does the same to the others. You can see at the gates a couple of it happening to like every other person. 
Jules stands up, takes out the apple slice and like puts it onto his like back gums. Are you ready for work? I mean, I don't think we have much of a choice. Well, there's, yeah. there's not much else to do. That's not my point. The more you mine, uh, each month, uh, the more tokens you get. The tokens allow you slightly better uh, things. Uh, I have uh, spent all of my tokens uh, for this month, but uh, things like better food, uh, perhaps sometimes a bigger blanket, or... Oh yes, the prison battle pass. No, less of a battle pass and more an incentive to work more. <laughs> what does man know about battle passes? <laughs> I fully continue participate in the Fortnite Apex battle Legend. pass. I've heard that they have a Naruto event coming out the in two battle. days. And uh, I'm very sad that I cannot be able to play my favorite game, Fortnite, while in prison. <laughs> I'm extremely unhappy with this conversation. <laughs> God, I can't wait to be tortured. <laughs> the torturing comes later. But yeah, a guard comes around, puts clasps back on you all, and uh, change you all to each other. Brings you outside, you'll go, and are being walked with hundreds of other prisoners. All types of races, sizes. You can already see a load of people out in the iron fields mining away. Uh, carts. Uh, every now and again you hear one of them start sobbing like a happy sob. And uh, uh, a guard walking up and like picking him up. Like raising him up by his shoulders. Telling him to put it in the cart and brings him along with the cart. And you'll get to the big building that you're all briefly passed through before. Um, and stood at the end of it is a, uh, a peacekeeper who's just handing out pretty shoddy old pickaxes to each of you. And it gets to you four, and he just... one for each of you. Uh, the, the size is appropriate to... Like the size of your character, so little bird, you have a slightly smaller one. I think I'd probably like take it, and then as we pass by, just like look back at Kyra and like heft it in my hands. Like, are they giving us weapons? Jewel looks forward, uh, like while you're looking back, just goes. Uh, they purposely blunt the pickaxes. Okay, oh. I mean. How were we meant to mine with a blunt pickaxe? Do you know how much damage a pickaxe can do if you swing it right? You ever played Minecraft? You just do it with your <laughs> Yes, but the pickaxe is on... Oh. Sorry, okay. continue. <laughs> but yeah, you can see several wooden ladders propped up at different points along on that little five foot uh, like dip that y'all are walking through and people are getting off at random points and once you've got your pick they unchain you push you forward and chain the next push them forward it looks like the guards doing this have been doing this so long enough that it's just like second nature to them now like they're not even thinking about it like they're having a conversation with each other and going pick 
unlock posh pick unlock posh um whereabouts do you want to get off you notice jewel kind of climb up at one point and go i should you're welcome to come with me but if not i shall catch you back in the cell friends i think i'll go with jewel just to keep an eye on him. I think split up and see if yeah. you can find this uh, girl kin. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna split up and look for the, look for a ghoul. Split up and search for clues. Yeah. Does that uh, make me fucking Scooby Doo? Yeah. Yes. Fog. You're gonna be the first to die. Uh, uh, Dogs live less time than humans. Scooby Doo's been alive for forty odd years. Oh no. I've got some news for you, babe. Um, but yeah, Jewel pulls off to the left side and walks for about 15 minutes and you see like a tiny little like, almost like a cross dent in a certain point. I uh, paid half of my tokens to hear about this point. One of the last prisoners was able to get a hefty sum of gold here. Um, so while this is the iron fields, occasionally you can come across a little bit of gold. Gold is worth about five times the amount of tokens of iron. Mm. So you can see why uh, this lucky little spot is mine. Okay. I won't take it from you. I appreciate that, friend. Uh, I think Flint is going to take, like, I guess, like, they're just, like, pieces of dirt i don't know it's literally just flat iron well right. like rugged iron that you'll have just got to try and chip little bits off with semi-blunt pickaxes flint's gonna take uh the, the closest spot to jewel that i yeah I, I can just because i want to keep an eye on him yeah not because i think he's gonna like kill us in our sleep but just like personal reasons yeah yeah uh Kyrie, you getting off on the left side or the right side left side okay so you're going like same side as jewel and uh yeah but i'm gonna be more like i imagine it's still big because a lot of prisoners. oh yeah it's it's big big it's literally just finding a spot and going at it i just yeah. wanted to know what side you're on and little bird what side are you going on i'm taking the right okie dokie so with the three of you spread out, um, uh, you'll spend like through talking to roll. Um, okay, I know Kyrie and Little Bird are looking specifically for the Golem Kin, but Flint, you wanted information from Jewel, right? Well, I can, yeah. Okay. I assume Flint is definitely trying to make small talk because yeah. he's not taking this as seriously as like probably every other prisoner. Cause he's in the mindset of like I'm getting out tomorrow. I don't need any of that shit, yeah. and I've gone through way worse. Okay, uh, well, Kyrie, roll a charisma because you've got to interact with other people to kind of find out. I think there I'm we go. Like, wow! Oh my work. god! Twenty one. Fuck yeah. Okay, so uh, you end up talking to a... Uh, you see what 
like, you know, you think is the person you're here looking for. Because it is a golem kin. Uh, it's a dude, like, made entirely out of, like, little pebbles and stuff like that. And he turns around and it's kind of like all this rumbling rock. And he goes, That's not my name. Who? Looking for? Uh, similar golem, maybe? Friend? Stone? Stone. No. Clay? Clay? Uh. He kind of points near the entrance way, which is like 20 minutes away. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Usually. Uh, little bird, roll a uh, charisma. Fucking 10. Uh, let me just roll this quickly. Well, I've got a zero to charisma. <laughs> you go up and uh, you're like, right, if I was in prison, I would ask the most, like, fucking, you know, the person with the most energy, because they're obviously living best. So you go over to this, uh, this, like, elf dude who's quite mining away quite quickly, just one-handed going at the ground. And you go over and you're like, hey, uh, I'm looking for a... And he just swings his pickaxe and goes, stay away! This is my spot. I'm looking for gold. Okay. And he just turns back around and starts me. going at it again. He just sniffed me. I think he just tried to fucking smell me. <laughs> Roll for <I'm>... smell. <laughs> Roll for scent. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just not even going to bother mining anything. I'm just going to walk around and see if I can find this guy. Yeah, if any guards ask, just say that you're looking for a spot. Yeah. Captain, roll a charisma. Uh, yep, can do. Press a four. You end up talking to Jewel, and you find out a little more about why he's here. Uh, mm. And it's because he was a fucking highwayman, and he oh. came across a group of royals and tried stealing uh, their jewels. Because he heard they had a lot of jewels. Um, turns out the dude has actually got massive nuts. And they were referring to his family jewels. And jewels got imprisoned for... And he didn't even get anything <laughs> out of it. That's why he's got the name Jewel of the Mountain. Did he see the nuts though? He did not see the nuts. Did he fondle the nuts? He did not. Did he taste them? <laughs> Gave him a little <laughs> lick, a little smell. <laughs> Gaggled them. But... That is where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed both viewers and listeners, and we'll catch you all next chapter.